This is your manual to becoming the amazing homeschool mom you were called to be. All right, friends, welcome back to another exciting episode. We're on episode 66, and our topic today is planning your homeschool year. Yes, this is great for a couple of reasons. Whether you're seasoned or brand new, sometimes it's good to see what somebody else is doing yeah, to kind definitely. of get a vision. But there are so many new homeschoolers that are feeling very, very mm -hmm. lost. And so, once again, it's sometimes good to see what somebody else is I've doing. I've been getting texts and phone calls every day from new people <laughs> starting homeschooling lately the last month. And it's exciting to me. I, I know there's so many of you that are new and are stressed and overwhelmed and it's a big, scary step to do. So we hope we can kind of walk you through this and calm some of those nerves and help you figure this out. Yeah. Well, and I just think it's been such a blessing that Karen, Karen was the one who asked me, like, I think we should, we're supposed to do a podcast together. It was. And, uh, yeah. and I was kind of scared to do it. Yeah. Megan was like, oh yeah, right away, <laughs> which is funny because me, I'm not super into putting myself on video and yeah. out there like this. It's, it's uncomfortable for me, but I'm getting better at it. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's been really cool that we've have we have this resource now for all of our friends and family members and people that are coming to us for help that I can just send them right to the podcast now because I have we have every answer to every question people yeah. have asked. You know <laughs> right what's here. fun is I actually am going to be working with a co-op that's just starting. They're all brand new homeschoolers and mm -hmm. they're going to be listening to a podcast episode and then I get to do a Q&A with them for the oh, month. Oh, neat. And so those are some fun resources that are like, okay, let's talk about this. Let's listen to this episode, mm -hmm. everybody. And then you get to talk to Meg. That's so, cool. I'm excited about that. All right. Okay. So let's dive on in. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, like this is one of the years I've been on the ball and actually planned our I actually haven't year. planned my school year yet this okay. year. Okay. But I don't really feel like I need to do it because I feel like the schedule that I did last year is pretty much the same as what I'm doing this year. Yeah. And it's pretty consistent. I just change up the books we're reading and things like that. And that I need to figure out. Yes. But um mostly because I've got it down after doing it so long, I know I know our plan. Yeah. Well, so my, my outline is pretty much the same, but I was actually able to sit with my three oldest kids and mm -hmm. actually pick their books. Oh yeah. But some of our group subjects, I'm like, I know it will be art, but I don't know yeah. the artist yet. Yeah. There's a few details like that. Obviously I need to figure out too, but, but we have our, our typical routine and, yeah. and that is nice to know and not feel that stress and pressure each yeah. year. Like, oh, what do I do? Yeah. So if you are brand new to homeschooling, I think one of the biggest first steps is kind of just figuring out what you want your homeschool to look like. And that can be a complicated question. <laughs> We're going to do a whole episode on that, planning your homeschool vision. That's yes. our next one. Because I, when I started homeschooling, I just literally jumped in. Yeah. And I did too. I had no idea what I was doing. And I did um, the K-12 online for my first year. Mm -hmm. I had one child doing kindergarten and I was overwhelmed and I was scared and I was nervous. And that was an easy starting point because it was, they sent me all the materials and I just logged on and they told me what to do and I did it. <laughs> and it wasn't my favorite yeah. curriculum by any means, but it was a really easy starting point for me. And I think sometimes when you're, when you're thrown into something, sometimes an easy starting point is what you need and that's okay. So yeah. don't feel stress or pressure over that. But if, if you don't have time to figure out this vision, if you just have to start and get going, 
that's okay too sometimes. Yeah, because you'll, well, and we'll go into way more depth into this mm -hmm. ne next week, but sometimes you don't even know what your vision could yeah. be until you jump in and go, oh, yeah. now and I And that get was it. kind of it for me too. Once I started, I started researching different types of homeschooling styles. And that year, I spent most of the year figuring out what I actually wanted to do and, and, and move forward with plans of things that I really felt like I wanted my child to learn. Yeah. So definitely tune in next week and we'll do mm -hmm. a full episode about creating your vision. Yeah, definitely. All right. Okay. So then once you've kind of got an idea or you're just going to go or you're just diving right in, <laughs> set some goals for your kids and your school year. So if you have a kindergartner, some goals for that child would be, oh, we want to work on reading and we want to work on counting and we want to work on shapes and colors and, you know, whatever it might be that that young child is needing that year. Set a few goals for them for what you want that to look like and what you want the end of the year to look like. What have they accomplished? Yeah. And I think with the older kids, it's, it's uh, especially junior high. And if you do high school age, mm -hmm. it's really easy to incorporate them. But yeah. I know some of the messages I've been getting are like, this is just a temporary gig, right? We're only homeschooling for a year. Um, we have some high school people who want to make sure their stuff is accredited. Mm -hmm. And so what does that look like? Right? So if your goal is like, I want to study these topics or I want to master these skills or I want to make sure I stay on track with the district and mm -hmm. um, I want an accredited program. And so with some of your older teens, like uh, for my older teens, it's I want this degree or this. I want to get into this college. Mm -hmm. And so everything they're doing is to get to where they want to be. Right. Yeah, that's great. And also, this is a good time to think about your child's strengths and weaknesses, because um, those can play into what what their what their goals are. Like, for instance, Megan has Porter, who is really into music and mm -hmm. playing his guitar. And that's um, probably a future path that he's going to be taking. Yeah. And so he can focus so much of his school on his music and on those skills and developing those skills and creating music because of the choice he's made with his schooling. And so if you can work out um, situations like that, where you're, you're building their strengths and their abilities in that way. Yeah, it's kind of fun with him. So he's decided to finish up with his associates through a program through in Utah. Um, so he'll get his degree through Southern New Hampshire University. Mm -hmm. And he decided he did want to finish that. And then he is starting to apply to music schools. Um, this fall, but he is not actually technically doing school with music. It's just such a passion mm -hmm. that he's just like always doing music. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's funny. It's not actually part of his curriculum or what he's doing. It's just become so much part of his life. Yeah. So I think so cool. that's the real goal with me, right? Is like make it so much so that you want to just learn something because you mm -hmm. want to learn something versus, because you love it. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I want to. Yeah. And that's such a beautiful thing about homeschooling is that the kids have more time to do that and develop those, the loves that they have. Yeah. So just getting clear on kind of what it is you want to like, is this just for this year with masks being required at schools or are you trying, some people are trying it out. Like I've kind of wanted to homeschool anyway. Mm -hmm. And so this is a really good push. So we're going to like, we're going to dip our toes into the water right. and see how we like it. And I'd like my children to enjoy this. So they'd be excited to keep homeschooling. Mm -hmm. So whatever it is, like get a clear idea and that's going to help you with the next thing, which is Choosing your curriculum. Yes. Yeah. And this is a big, big part. And that's what most people have questions about. How do I pick my curriculum? What are mm -hmm. you using? What do you like? What have you not liked? You know, there's so many questions because there are so many options. I was actually online. I like to do um, 
SEO research, if anyone oh, yeah. knows anything about that <laughs> for my blog. And I just typed in the word homeschool to my research tool that I use just to kind of like see what people are searching for right now and what their needs are. And I was just shocked to see like there are, I think it was like 45 billion results for the word homeschool. I'm like, okay, that's overwhelming. <laughs> if I were new and I were trying to figure out homeschooling and I just typed in homeschool, I would be so overwhelmed. And I was, I remember that feeling because yeah. there's so many choices and so many options. So when you are setting your goals and planning your vision, these will play into the type of curriculum you're going to choose. Because if you want your homeschool to be very nature focused, then you would choose something that centers around that. Or if you want your homeschool to be very literature focused, so both of us like a lot in our homes, then you will focus around that if you want it to follow the school district and um, the common core standards, then you'll look for something that's going to follow along those lines. And so that's going to that's going to play a huge role in what you choose. Yes. And it's I, I get asked all the time in coaching and whatnot, and people messaging me about curriculum. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I'll be like, I'm sure you've heard of this program. And I'm like, no, I've never heard of it. And so a lot of times too, your curriculum, like if you've feel good about it and you've heard a lot of good reviews for it you may just need to try it and be willing to try a bunch of different curriculums till you find the right one for your style yeah and it definitely took me several years yeah, to find too. things and there were new things developed over those years like when i started the curriculum i'm using now was not even around What's and that? so the good and the beautiful oh yeah that wasn't even developed yet when we started homeschooling and i was glad that it has worked out for us now but um if you start with something and it's working and it then it's okay if that's not what we're using or what your friend is using or whatever because it's working for you and that's what matters most of all yes and it was even cute i was talking to a seasoned homeschool mom the other day and there's a program it's not really a program but an idea called well-educated heart mm -hmm. and she it's really beautiful connecting with your kids good literature and this mom does not like it <laughs> and she goes Am I a bad mom if I don't want to use this program? And it was interesting that I was like, no, like, no try something different. <laughs> and other people are like, I don't like the good and the beautiful. And I yeah, just throw it out there. There's a lot of people that don't like it. And that is just fine. Yeah. And it doesn't offend me. And it doesn't make me a, less of a homeschooler yeah. because I don't like it. And she does, or, you know, whatever. Yeah. It does. It really is what, what works for you and what feels right for you. And when I choose my curriculum, I spend a lot of time reading reviews. Mm -hmm. Um. I have a lot of curriculum reviews on my website be, for that purpose, but we've tried so many over the years too that I've written a lot of them. But I just do a lot of research and I like to read, especially comparison reviews where I'll go in and I'll say, okay, the good and the beautiful language arts versus, and I type in another one that I'm considering and just see if somebody's written a comparison article because most often they have uh -huh. and, and just see, you know, what are the pros and cons of the different things? Maybe somebody's con is your pro. And that's okay yeah. too. And so just do a little research and dig a little and see um, what feels right for your family based on the reviews you read and the style you're looking for. Yes. And then you'll, as you get into it too, you'll find like some books recommended in diff lots of mm -hmm. different places. And so you'll start getting, noticing that like, oh, this trusted source Must recommended, this trusted source recommended mm -hmm. this one. And then like, I'll read the Amazon reviews a yeah, lot of Yeah, I do that also. 
and just see like, yeah. oh, do I like this? Does this book seem like it'd be a good fit for our family? Yeah. So I have written a whole ebook about choosing your homeschool curriculum. Oh, you're fancy. I, I know. Do that <laughs> yeah. It's called the quick guide to choosing your homeschool curriculum. Nice. Yeah. Is this new? No, I've had it for a couple of years. Oh, you have? I don't site. think you've ever talked about this. Yeah. I don't know why we haven't. <laughs> anyway, I just pulled it up recently because everyone's searching right now. And yeah. I, I did a whole post on it this week that, um, kind of walks you through it. And I also have a YouTube video on it. So if you'd rather watch it or read it or whichever format works for you, but um, it's just short, it's like a 20 page ebook, but I wrote it and it just kind of walks you through all these things and all these steps and goes into more depth than a lot of them too. So if you want more, stop by my site and I'll link that in the show notes. Yeah, that's awesome. I didn't know you'd done that. Yeah. Go Karen. <laughs> All right. Oh, and we also have our podcast episode, 100 Ways to Homeschool. Yes, I think it's episode four. Yeah, it was right at the beginning when we started, and it talks about lots of the different styles of homeschooling to kind of give you an overview of some different things. Yeah, so that will kind of, that. kind of give you a starting point instead of just Googling different ways to homeschool mm -hmm. of like, here's a handful, there's that and Karen's thing, and then you can kind of look through them and just say, yeah. oh, this is seems like it fit well with my personality. Yeah. All right. So next, I think it's important to kind of decide on your schedule. So this is one of the best parts of homeschooling is that you get to create your own schedule and you're not um, relying on anybody else to do that for you or yeah. to tell you where to be and when because it's your choice. And yeah. I love that. So there's a lot of different. I mean, first you think of maybe your yearly schedule yeah you're doing this all year long when do you want to take vacations always um who doesn't <laughs> um yeah or when when is your term gonna end megan does a lot with um she's very yes, organized with her terms i do i like i have four 12-week terms and the three during the traditional school year are the more in-depth uh more of a school but we're not even a full day right but mm -hmm. we're karen and i both do four days a week um, but that would be our meteor times where we're doing school. And then the summertime, we still do 12 weeks, but it's like literature, math. If you haven't finished language arts, finish up language arts, uh, scriptures and read aloud. Right. Like there's no group yeah. subjects. There's not like minute with mom is under a minute for real. So. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Cause there's not much to check. If you're wondering what minute with mom is, go back a couple of episodes. You'll yeah. find it. It's I awesome. don't know when it was. I don't either, but it's a good one. Um, okay. So some people like to really strictly follow their school district schedule. Mm -hmm. I kind of like to do that just because um, my kids prefer it. It's funny. They just think that it's great to stay with, you know, what their neighbors are doing. And when they hear their neighbors or friends have a day off, they want that day off. So I'm like, that's fine. All right, yeah. we can follow that. You don't have to, but if it I works don't. for you, <laughs> some people like to do it because they have some kids in school and some not, or maybe the sports schedules also follow that. There's a lot of, you know, the extracurriculars that will follow the school district schedule. So it just makes things easier. So we, we tend to do that just I don't know why we just do. Yeah. No and I reason, don't because really. I always feel like it's busier. Mm -hmm. And so like all the little Monday holidays, like I can't even think off the top of my head, but Memorial yeah, when, day. Yes. Oh, that's like, in May. Yeah. Labor day. Labor like day. all these things, we always do school on those days mm -hmm. and then take we'll off take when you off. want to take off. Yeah. Yeah. When everybody else yeah. is in school. And that's another great thing. And then figure out your day and your weekly schedule. Like for instance, we, we both don't do, traditional school on Fridays because we attend a homeschool co-op on Fridays when it's open. Um, <laughs> we are really, really we're hoping. hoping. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We don't yeah. know yet. Um, and then what do you want your day to look like? 
Do you want to start at nine? Do you want to start at one? Maybe you're not a morning person and you don't start till after lunch. Yeah. Um, it can look like whatever you want it to look like, but you do need to figure that out. Yeah. We start in the morning. I don't, I can't think if it's an exact time. I think we have an ish time. Yeah. We have an like nine 30 to 10. Yeah. And then my kids just have to be done by five. Mm-hmm. So I'm usually done teaching by noon and then they just have to be done by five. Yeah. So they can go play, they can go jump. Which it doesn't take them till five if they no, actually sat and consistently worked. <laughs> but it, they, they choose for it to take them until five often. Yeah. So mostly just one of mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. So yeah, you can you set that schedule and you set what you want it to look like. And as long as you're kind of hitting those goals that you've set for your home and your family, then you're good, right? Yeah. And then you adapt as needed. Uh Uh (laughs) If someone gets sick, something happens, like you adapt as needed. But the nice thing that I love is like for vacations, for instance, Uh when we went to Disneyland, we went in, I think it was October. Yeah. So we were like, well, we'll go when everyone's in school and it'll be less crowded if there's ever a less crowded at Disneyland. And uh, <laughs> I don't know, but but that's just like the beauty. That's the only time we have taken my family. But that's like the beauty of, of homeschooling in general is that because you can set your own schedule, you can decide on your days off and, and not following the school district schedule gives you freedom to go to places where they'll be less busy. Yeah. So that's a great thing. Yeah, that's what we do our Christmas trip usually in January. And I wait till everybody's in school mm-hmm. and then we go. And then it's usually we have a beach to ourselves or lots of, and it's just not as busy traveling time and all that stuff. Yeah. So it's pretty fun. All right. So for your daily schedule, I have a couple of things on my website that can help you guys with this. I have like a template that has just like a daily schedule example and then a blank one for you to fill in and make it your own if you want. That's just a free download. And I also have a whole homeschool planner that you can download on my site as well. But both of us kind of follow a similar format for our daily schedule where I make a a checklist or like a, a little daily checklist chart for my kids so that they have something that they like they open it and they are not open it's on I put it on a clipboard and I laminate it and they dry erase check it off each day oh okay mine is a book and then I get to design the cover oh okay. like, that, like every new term it's a new cover and I usually go get it spiral bound mm-hmm. um and then it and will that's last when they longer. take their yeah like so then it has and... then they also see how many weeks school is mm-hmm. so there's 12 weeks in there and then when I'm doing the minute with mom that's what I'm checking okay like what did you do the day before oh you read your scriptures tell me about what you read about mm-hmm. oh you read this book tell me about what you read about yeah checking if I need to check math or if I need to check language arts then I would do that's that as great. well so mine's just like a one sheet page that I laminate and I put on a clipboard and stick it in their desk. And so they just pull it out and they say, okay, here's Monday's list. Monday, I do math check. I do language arts check. I do history check, you know, and they just go down their, their little list and they know exactly what they have to do that day. And, and I can see, okay, we did it. Can I see what you did? And just kind of check it through it with them. Yeah. And you know, I didn't do this for a long time because it felt so controlling to me, but it actually ended up being more freeing to my kids. I used to set a time limit on how long they had to read, but I found they'd get into a book they loved and they would read it for an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. And then like, well, now I don't have time for all my other books. So mine read for 10 minutes and they narrate for five minutes. 
and the narrating, I mean, that's a whole Charlotte Mason thing, but it's basically you're telling what you wrote, read about. Just telling back what you learned. Yeah, yeah. so draw a picture, write and it. And it's still good for kids to help them remember what yes. they have learned. And then they have to tell me about it the next day. So mm -hmm. like it really gets ingrained. Mm -hmm. But my, it was so cute as we were planning for this first thing. They go, oh good, my school's only two and a half hours. Mine's only two hours and 45 minutes because they could see their timelines. Okay. So they could see, so that doesn't include group subject with me mm -hmm. or minute with mom. But they realize like if they if I just go sit down, I could always be done by lunchtime. Yeah. And so it was kind of it's and it's funny because that's so not my personality to give it so such a structured mm -hmm. time, but it's been incredibly beneficial. Then all my kids have liked it. That's cool. So I have never done it with the times, but they just have their list and they can choose the order and whatever they want. Yes, I can choose the um, order, but they like that time. Yeah, that's cool. I'll have to try that sometime. It's, I'm not that structured either. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, but it was funny because mine would binge read. Mm -hmm. Mine do that also. So I understand like, that. If completely. they're reading literature and they're doing and they love it. yeah. And so they're like, well, it got really good. And I, I want to read another happened. And all of a sudden it's 5.30 and I didn't read anything else. I didn't do my math. I didn't mm -hmm. do anything. And so, I know. It's been, yeah, it's been received well at my house. I like that. Okay, and then just my last tip on this is um, have a check-in with yourself and with your kids because sometimes things might not be working well and yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. Like if something isn't going well, just reevaluate it and say, why, why isn't, why isn't history going well? What's wrong with it? Do we not like the subject we're doing? Do we not like the book we're reading? What can we change so that we are more consistent with doing this or we enjoy it more? And so just do a little check-in um, from time to time. Ask your kids, check in with yourself because we need them too. Yeah. And, and reevaluate if, if needed. So I was going to just go over what one of my kids' schedule is going to be for this first term. Um, I will, I always do a YouTube always. I try to always do a YouTube video and go through all my kids. But uh, so hopefully that happens. But if not, <laughs> here is my seventh grader's schedule. And like I said, we picked this. Um, basically, I give her a like history and then she picks what goes with it mm -hmm. and sometimes they help if they get stuck but if they don't like they just know what they want okay so in her little ch i call it checky book because i call everything something weird <laughs> um so for language art she's doing the good and the beautiful um literature she is still picking away at les mis oh that's a big one she and josh have like been taking a year and a half to read this book. And Brennan finished. Did he really? And then he read, um, he's reading Don Quixote now, which is another like thousand page yes. book. Yes. <laughs> and so they're like, it's either really great or really terrible. <laughs> but, and I've even said, you guys want to be done? And they're like, no, we got to finish this. So Good for them. she's still picking awesome. away at it. Uh, we always read scriptures. So she's doing the New Testament. Math, uh, we are doing teaching textbooks for math. Uh, typing. I literally Googled free typing games mm -hmm. and that's I've what I've got a do. post on that too. I can add in for you. That's oh, just yeah. like typing websites for kids. Um, Duolingo. That's just to learn a foreign language and it's free. So that's great for science. She wanted to read about Tesla. I know a little bit more about him history. She wants to read the Odyssey. And I guess, I don't know, like I don't, I need to research it more, but the Odyssey is it's Not mythology. Real. That's what I thought. Yeah. But like, so but she just wanted to know. Yes, yes, the mythology history. It's fun. Character book, Essentialism. I love that book. Mm -hmm. So like, well, on the character book, I said, here 
are a bunch you can choose from. Okay. And so she's picked one. Religion, The Heavens Are Open by Wendy Nelson. That's awesome. I just read that one not too long ago. Finance, Richest Man in Bob Babylon, and then Minute with Mom. That's awesome. So that's her schedule. So coming up, I will do my seventh grader, eighth grader, fourth grader, and my preschooler, Yay. Master George, is starting so school. Fun. We love preschool. Yes, I literally wrote in my notes, lots of singing and dancing. <laughs> yeah, he's little still. He's a, what, he'll be three? He is three he is already. Three already. Okay. Yes, yeah. it's short and sweet, and I go with their attention span. Those are my thing. notes <laughs> for preschool. Yeah, so there you go. There's a kind of an overview for us. Did you have any others you wanted to cover? Well, just kind yours? of like I do group subjects, oh, yeah. and it just depends on ages, how many children you have, because when I had just the six kids had just six, but I did group subjects because they were all so little mm -hmm. and they couldn't go and read a big history book on their yeah. own. And so I did a lot of history and science and all those things together where I don't do those anymore. So these are the subjects we're doing this term. Um, on Mondays, we're going to do art. And instead of an artist, I think we're going to do like uh, yellow and blue together makes green. Oh, so actually... George. Well, Briggy, I don't think I've ever done it for Brig. Okay. And I was like, I don't think he knows these things that I did with <laughs> the other kids, right? So like shading. Mm -hmm. And so actually color creating wheels. art. That's yeah, fun. color wheels, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, Tuesday, we can't go without poetry and tea time and our composer. Like I would have an uprisal. <laughs> uprising. Uh, I said that word. Uh, Wednesday, geography. And we are going to continue with David Livingstone because my mm -hmm. husband, as soon as travels open, will be heading right back to Africa. And he was there quite a bit last year. So they're still way into Africa. So we're doing David Livingstone, reading about him, have puzzles. It's really fun. That's neat. And then Thursday, we do writing together and just making writing fun. And we do the writing, what is it called? Wonderful Writing Projects by Mary Peterson. Have you seen that? No. Oh, okay. She's got it right here. Let's yeah. show you guys. Yeah. Uh, but like simple things like compound words and it's okay. watermelon. And then you put watermelon together and make a sentence with it, right? Like, I like water. This is a delicious melon. I don't know. <laughs> like, That's a to ball and just a fun thing. So bigger projects, small projects. But we'll just do simple things like that for writing and just to give a love of writing mm -hmm. instead of making writing a chore. Mm -hmm. That's great. So that's kind of like the basics of creating your schedule. And then uh, I guess just watch for YouTube. Are you going to do a YouTube video as well of your actual books? Yeah, I totally can do that. I should probably plan it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can do that for you guys. I've done them in the past too and I'll... I'll get a new one up for okay. this year's. So within hopefully the next few weeks, if not later, <laughs> both of us will get a different YouTube video up on our own sites of like, here's the actual books we're doing. Mm -hmm. So that's always great too, to see. Yeah. And I'll usually give a little clip. Like I've read, I've read, I guess I haven't read Odyssey, but I've read most of the other books they've mm -hmm. read. So I can say this one's great or this one's a little dry, but they liked it for some reason. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just really helpful. Well, let us know if you have any further questions on any of these things, and we're happy to do more. A lot of them, we already have full episodes on some of the topics here. So dig a little further back if you have more questions, too, first. But thanks so much for tuning in today, and we'll talk to you guys next week. All right. See you guys. Bye.
Thank you for listening to Called to Homeschool. Be sure to subscribe and we'd love to hear your comments or questions. You can find all our show notes on calledtohome.com.